Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. We are back here for episode 153 of the podcast. And when I say we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I am good. And you? I'm doing all right. I'm always feeling good when we sit in front of the microphones in what we call the kitchen. Only when we ready sit to in front cook of up. the microphone? No, I said, but I'm always feeling good when we sit in front okay, of the microphones. Okay, so it's not just when. No, no, no. Okay. In the studio, which sure. we call the kitchen cooking up another marvelous episode of John Appetit. Which you call the kitchen. I call the kitchen. You call the kitchen as well. No, off uh, mic. No, no, I don't. I know you're showing I, off for the I, folks. I, I do not No need it. to show off for the I folks. I don't call it the kitchen. What we do here in the kitchen, again, it can cook up another marvelous edition of John Appetit. A lot of stuff <laughs> in store deal. for you guys, including a well-deserved accolade for the greatest convenience store in the entire world. Oh, my goodness. We also have plenty of events to tell you about. And we took a trip. We branched off a little bit. Uh, again, we had a, 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 I was going to say a user, a listener to ours, uh, Sean, who recommended mul- multiple distilleries for us to check out in the area. And we said, you know, we got to start checking out distilleries because we like to drink. So we took a trip to Philadelphia Distilling. So instead of talking about food, I'm going to talk mostly about wine in the second segment wine. of the show. Wine. I said wine. You said wine. Jesus said no, wine. No. I, have, I have not been drinking. Okay? I have not been drinking. Are you sure about that? Although it sounds like that. We're going to be talking about spirits of all types. Not just what you may be familiar with with Blue Coat Gin, but other spirits as well at Philadelphia Distilling. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. But before we do anything, anything, the first thing we have to do is thank you guys. You guys made last month our most popular month, our most listened to month of all times. Really? All times with an S. Yes. Our times. most popular month. Times. <laughs> Best of all times. We had an amazing month of listenership. Of course, we had the multiple live shows. We posted the, the live festival show in August, and we also posted the live show that we did in conjunction with the Hidden Lives Illuminated programming at Eastern State Penitentiary. We had an amazing month of listenership. Amazing thank month of people following so us. So thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us. There was a time last week, or I believe or so, we were back up to like 102 on the iTunes food charts. Look at that. For a couple of days. We were there for a couple of days. And we have another live show coming up. And we have another live show coming up. I might as well talk about it now. Yeah. September the 7th. That's this Saturday coming up. We are going to do a live show as part of the 2019 Bite for the Fight Food Festival at the Kimberton Fairgrounds in Phoenixville, PA. Come on out to the Kimberton Fairgrounds. There's going to be tons of incredible vendors and and all sorts of activities and stuff for the kids. Part of the activities and part of the live uh, programming for the Bite for the Fight Festival is us. 
We'll be on, it looks like we're going to be on roughly around 1.45 p.m. The whole event goes from 1 to 4 for general admission and 12 to 4 for uh, VIPs. But we'll be on there right, right around midway. So 1.45 p.m., find us. I believe we'll be in one of the pavilions. I'm not sure which one, but it won't be hard to find us. We're going to be doing a live show. Again, it's part of the Bite for the Fight Food Festival uh, to support the Fight on McKenna Foundation. Uh, so we're going to have some good stuff cooked up. We started out kind of planning some things out as far as what we're going to do for the live show. We're hoping to have a very special guest join us on the live show as well. So you definitely want to check us out if you can make it out to the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. But come on out and check us out and enjoy, again, an all-you-can-eat spread of some of the greatest vendors in and around the area. A lot of places we talk about on the show are going to be there. Cantina Feliz is going to be there. Davio's. Duck Donuts, um, one of my favorites when I'm up in Narberth, uh, Great American Pub, PJ Willihan's, um, and again, we like to drink, as I've said here before, so plenty of great beers and wines are going to be on tap as well, Conchiac and Brewing Company, Maniac Brewing Company, Pennsylvania Distilling, Ding, 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 Stella Artois, and more, so come on out, it's going to be a great, great day, um, again, check out the um, the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Pennsylvania Distilling? Did I say Pennsylvania Distilling? Yeah. Philadelphia. Yes. Philadelphia. Are you still a little <laughs> tipsy from that? <laughs> I, I, I typed this out. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you were probably sure. tipsy. It's I, okay. prob- I probably okay. was. Okay. But I won't. You know what? I'll be sober Saturday because we got to work. Be. <laughs> Saturday, the Bite for the Fight Food Fest Festival. Again, come on out. Fine wines and cocktails, craft brews, great eats. You're raising money for a great cause. Swoop and the Birds cheerleaders are going to be there as well. So for all you Eagles fans out there, definitely want to check that out. Again, check out BiteForTheFight.com for ticket information and a lot more. We will be there as well. So please come on out and help us support a great, great cause. Thank you guys. Getting back to the original thing. Thank you guys for supporting us and making it a great, great moment. Let's keep building on the success. Please, while you're listening to the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell five people about our show. Share the links on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Just send people, just DM people with our SoundCloud address or our Apple Podcast address. Just send random DMs to people and just drop the link in there. If they click on it, that's what's up. Can you get um, banned for doing that? I don't think so. Oh. I mean, if they're your friends. They're your friends. Yeah, yeah. they follow you. I mean, you probably like them on some level. Um, yeah, have them check us out. Again, please spread the word. Also, give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at John Appetit on each and every social media platform. And while you're checking us out, please check out our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. My other show, The Broad Street Line, you can catch online or you can catch on 106.5 FM every Saturday here in Philadelphia. You can also check out our friends over at Tissue in the Tape if you're a hip-hop head. Or you can also check out our friends over at War Room Sports if you're a sports fan as well. Again, check out The Broad Street Line and War Room Sports for Sports. If you're a hip-hop music, pop culture head, check out our friends over at Tissue and the Tape. I think they have another episode coming this week, so you definitely want to check out Phil and Zavad when they drop their newest. So check them out today and every day. And always, shout out to Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on Twitter. Please watch his new show, Hypnotize Me, on the CW. Hypnotize Me is a show, if you don't know. It's a game show. What's up? It's a game show, Hypnotize Me by Tay Diggs, where they hypnotize people and they make people work in groups and do stuff. And the winning team wins money. I swear you're like Tay Diggs' number one fan. Listen, 
He's one of our day ones. I've never I'm gonna be heard, one of his it, fans. Heard of this Hypnotize me day one. By the way, this Friday, Tay Diggs will be on Ellen as well. So check Wait, him out. What? On How Ellen. do you know this? Check him out on Ellen. It's awesome stuff. You are weird, man. What's new, Philly? What's new is that South Philly Smokehouse is closed. This is the barbecue shop uh, that was on the first floor of the Bach building. It shut its doors after just eight months in business. They shared a space with a butcher counter called Pasio Prime Meats, and they're closed as well. Although the original version of that, Junta's uh, Prime Meats, is in Reading Terminal Market. So if you want the same cuts of meats that you got at Pasio, you can go to Reading Terminal for that. But South Philly Smokehouse is closed. Um, again, this is really just us saying there's a place you like, please frequent it. You have to frequent you it. You got to frequent it. You have to places. tell your friends about it. Tell your friends. I know uh, the, the thought process with a lot of people is they don't want to share where they eat at because they don't want the lines to be long and they like the convenience of being able to go to a spot and not have to wait or anything. However, mm-hmm. if you like a spot and nobody knows about it, there's a good chance that they're not going to be able to stay open because they need business. They right. need people to know about them. That's hence the reason why the spots with the most lines, the most popular spots, sometimes they're not that great, but right. they stay open because everybody goes there. Right. So the best thing to do is if you love a spot to broadcast it, to yelp about how great the place is mm-hmm. if you want them to stay in business. They can't be your personal restaurant. <laughs> right. They have to be the restaurant for everybody because they need to make money to stay in business. So yeah. if you love a place, if you frequent a place, Tell everybody about it. They'll appreciate you because they'll appreciate the business, but you'll appreciate it too because they'll stay open. Yeah, and and, and that's I think was probably one of the things with with uh, this spot because again we went there, we talked about it on the show. Yeah. They had a really good beef yeah. ring. Like, it was some, it was good. They had some good stuff. Even their sides were all right. Yeah, and like we, sides are never good at barbecue places. And they had good sides. Yeah, that's the thing. They had good sides. Um, the thing is about this Bach building, there's really no parking around. And that's probably that's one of the issues. Like the bar on top is fine because it's a bar. People will hop in an Uber to go to a bar in a second. But I'm not gonna like necessarily hop in an Uber just to get barbecue. Like it's you need kind of need parking. Because I don't know if it was a great the best spot, the best location right. for um for for a place. And again, a location needs you need if you don't have parking, you need a good amount of foot traffic, like natural foot traffic. Yes. And it's kind of in the first floor of a repurposed school. And there's no natural foot traffic. Uh, or there was no natural foot traffic for for a spot like that. They have like like I think like weekly markets, uh, like kind of like a farmers market kind of thing, okay. um, where people would go in there. But other than that, I mean, there's no natural foot traffic there. So I think it was kind of a bad spot because the food was good, um, and they would have like uh, different uh, breweries come through with tastings and things like that. So they had a nice little concept there. I just don't think it was a good spot for for South Philly Smokehouse. Hopefully they kind of come back in a different form um, because they had good food. It was I, good. I think they got like three. I think they got three bells or two. I think two bells or two stars, whatever, from Craig LeBan. They Those gave, are bells. He gave him a good review. Um, so no, so they had some good stuff. Hopefully again they can come back in some form. If we have any information on that, we will let you know about that. Uh, Zagaffin, I believe I'm spelling this, saying this right. I have no idea. Goes kosher in Ballard, Ken, Ballard Kenwood. This is a new kosher. Slash Italian inspired spot. It's now open at 370 Montgomery Avenue. This is from the same restaurant group that runs Zavino, Tradici, and Enza. So if you're familiar with any of those restaurants, um, this is the same same group. This is a very vegetable, very fish heavy menu. So if you're a vegetarian or if you're a pescatarian, this spot is good for you. I was looking at the menu. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. Um, for a menu that don't have meat. 
I mean, obviously no pork because it's more. It's, it's kind of a, it's like a kosher Jewish type of restaurant. But for a menu that has no pork, uh, no chicken, and no beef, this is a good looking menu. Yeah, it is good. It's a good looking menu. I, as you know, I'm huge on meat, but there's fish. There's so fish. I'd be good. Yeah, there's, there's plenty fish of fish here. Um, but I love mac and cheese. They have a house blend cheese mac and cheese with um, herbed breadcrumbs. That zatar um, challah bread looks mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, with I don't know what black garlic tomb is, but I'm down to try it. Uh, and then I saw like a seared potato gnocchi with brown butter, yeah. sage, and crispy spinach. Yeah. I love gnocchi, so I'm always down to try that. And then that z- saffron rigatoni looks good. Yeah, that's a good looking menu. Uh, they're spelled Z A G A F E N. I'm going to pronounce this as a gaffe in it. I'm probably wrong on that. I apologize. They also have a dairy-free menu as well. And the items from the two menus, the dairy-free menu and the regular menu, are prepared in separate kitchens. So if you have you know issues with that, um, again, for religious reasons, um, they have that taken care of. Wines by the glass, domestic and international craft beers, and specialty cocktails. It is open from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday to Thursday. So, again, check them out. They are at 370 Montgomery Avenue. Citizens Bank Park is now open for Eagles fans. What does that mean? Well, on game days, Birds fans can go to the Pass and Stow Bar to check out the game. If you want to watch the game with a bunch of like-minded people, if you if you want to you know go down to the, if you want to be in the area but not go to the game because a lot of people tailgate for the games. They don't have tickets. They just kind of hang out. You can go to the Pass and Stow Bar, watch it on the big screens, hang out with a few hundred i'm actually i'm not sure how big that pass and still bar is a few hundred fans it's not super huge. it's not super huge yeah. uh the area opens at 11 a.m for a 1 p.m games 20 dollars entry free but you go in get your drinks on oh that's what i was gonna ask so you yes. just pay 20 dollars and you go at- well you t- to get in okay so you can just go in the park and then 20 dollars to go or do you pay 20 dollars to get in the park you, area and you then go, you, you can pay- only go to pass and stuff correct okay yes $20 to hang out at Pass and Stow Bar, uh, watch the game on the big screen, hang out with some some folks. What my wife is here for is the other thing. Shake Shack offering takeout-only service from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on game days. That's kind of awesome. So if you're down there, That's let's think this out. If you're in the K-Lot and you got and you're, you you got your, your car, you're already parked, you're getting ready for the game, you got your beverages of choice, you're like, yo, man, I don't feel like pulling out a charcoal grill. I'm tired of bringing hoagies from Wawa or Primo's or whatever like that. But I want to eat something good. Just head on over to Citizens Bank Park. Get yourself their version of a Crave case and head back to your lot and just go to work. That's amazing to me. That's kind That's of That's awesome. a really cool thing. Like, I'm really intrigued by this. They said they're going to have, quote, several tailgate specials. So, obviously, this is going to be like. 10 packs of burgers. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. so awesome to me. Yeah, like, like um, what's those, those like, custards? Now or you don't have to make your own burger. Concrete. No, no, you don't need charcoal or whatever yeah. it is you're doing to make up burgers. You don't have to buy buns. And did I bring the cheese? And who has the mustard? Make sure like, the cheese is on the ice. And yeah, yeah. You don't have to do any who of that. Likes mu- who likes mustard? Who likes pickles? You who likes ketchup? You put your order in, and it's like... Here are the burgers in the front. Are they going to get yeah, yeah. milkshakes? Yeah, I'm saying the custards and the, and no. the concretes and all that stuff. Yeah. This is a really good idea. You don't have to do this anything. Is a really you just good show idea. up. But some people like the experience of grilling stuff. I get it. No, I like. I, yeah. I understand. But some weeks it's like, yo, man, I just want something to eat. Especially if it's like super cold. Yeah. It's like, yo, I could just get this burger. 
We have more room for beer now. Shake Shack, 9 a.m., opens 9 a.m. I would advise you guys to get there early because knowing Eagles fans like I do, they're a very hungry bunch, and I don't know if they'll have enough food <laughs> to, to satiate the hunger of these folks. But, again, the game days, head down to Citizens Bank Park for Pass and Stow and Shake Shack. Food and Wine has named Wawa the best fast food in Pennsylvania. Is it fast food? Not just a convenience, not just the best convenience store fam. Not just the best gas you guys station are food. Weird fan. man. Food, you call the food and wine weird? Because food and wine gave out the gave out the list. They gave out the uh, the award. How does Wawa make the fast food list? You go in and you get food fairly fast. I guess they give love to their hoagies, coffee, and breakfast sandwiches, among I other. I love foods. the coffee. I'm not going for it. Their coffee's good. Their breakfast sandwiches they hit. Uh, well, obviously, hoagies. Like, I mean, do you people no eat those pretzels at Wawa? They do. Some people like them. Some people don't. I like them. You got to get there early, though. Like, mm-hmm. don't get a pretzel after, like, 10. Like, the early pretzels are soft, and they're nice. Okay. You get a pretzel after that. I've never had one. Yeah, not a good deal. Um, however, USA Today previously named Sheets the best regional fast food in the country. So, USA Today... A bum publication. Does she- sheets have fried chicken? I don't believe they do. I don't believe they do. I, I've only been to, there one time. Their menu is very similar to Wawa's. Like they have hoagies and they have hot foods and soups and stuff like that. I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't have hot chicken. They don't have fried chicken. How does Royal Farms not make this list with the fried chicken? Oh, the streets don't know about them. New Jersey. I don't. Did you look at the rest of the list? I don't think you did. No, I just saw fast food Wawa and I was just like, this is stupid. So New Jersey. Any any guess? On the best fast food in New Jersey, according to Food and Wine magazine. In New Jersey. Yes, the best fast food. Now, I will say that this is a chain. In New Jersey, is it White Castle? I don't know. Jersey Mike's. Really? Yes. Seriously? Jersey Mike's was named the best fast food in New Jersey. By food and I wine. don't trust this list. So, Delaware, we're not familiar with this place. I've heard about it, but I'm not terribly uh, familiar. Is it another hoagie place? Like- well, it's a sandwich shop. Capriati's in Delaware. Um, I've heard of it. I've heard. Did they only it. ask people who eat hoagies? Well, I don't know because in Connecticut, this is not a hoagie spot. What is it? Do you want to take a guess? This is not a chain. Best fast food in Connecticut. Is it something we argue about? I don't think we've had an argument about <laughs> this place. <laughs> no. I, I think we're both on this on the same side of this place. It's not Louis, is it? You got to tell me. You got to give me a name. It's not Louis' lunch, is it? Ted's Steamed Cheeseburgers in Meriden. In Meriden. I know it was a burger. I didn't think it was that. (laughs) The steamed burger. Are you? This is a horrible list. This list is bogus, man. Ted's Steamed Burger. Nobody wants that steamed burger, man. Best fast food in Uh, I hate that burger. No, 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 no. Oh, man. And finally, KFC has brought plant-based chicken to America. Beyond Fried Chicken. Was available as a, at a as a test run, excuse uh, me, and an Atlanta area KFC sold out in under five hours. Now let me add a disclaimer: uh, to get it, you had to order something else, and they gave you an order for free. So the people didn't go buy it. No, then it didn't sell out. You can't say something sell. The sold article out. say it sold out. I'm like, yo, this is disingenuous. That's no, why you can't here. Say something sold out. That's why here we had to correct the we had to correct yeah, the record. It didn't sell out. They gave away. <laughs> they gave them all away in five hours. People were lined it up took around five the block. hours to give them no, away? No, because people were lined up around the block for these things. I doubt no, it. No, they were. I saw pictures. I saw pictures. Meatless chicken is made with pea protein, soy protein, rice flour, and carrot fiber. This sounds like a bunch of carbs. Now, um, P 
Pea protein is what Beyond Meat's made of, right? Yeah, this is, is Beyond. It, it's the okay. same people. Beyond okay. Fried Chicken. Same okay. people. Okay. Same people that make Beyond Meat, which not can be confused with Impossible Burgers, make this Beyond Fried Chicken. Okay. Now, the Whopper, is that Beyond? Impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. And we have tried Beyond Meat? Or Beyond Meat is in the freezer. We've tried the burger, but now they have a 2.0 version. What was Quest Love's? His was Beyond? His was, was Impossible. Impossible. So we yes. have tried the Impossible Meat. Yeah. Are we trying this? Uh, if they come back, well, this was a test run in Atlanta. So they I heard like they them. were releasing it. They did. Yeah, well, well, you know how things happen. Yeah. You know, like supply and demand. Shout out Popeyes. You people sold it out, which we'll talk about later. These meatless nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. We had this discussion. Only slightly, slightly healthier than regular chicken nuggets. Yeah, like this is truly if you are trying to what save the planet and yeah. don't want to eat because it's like ninety nine percent you like, they lose use ninety nine percent less carbon and all that stuff you know to so like this is for these. the save the planeters mm-hmm. because the the calories are basically the same there's fat in this similar stuff sodium there was like one gram less of fat and yeah. like I think it was like ten less calories for a similar yeah, serving it, size yeah so it's it, you're not saving any calories you're not saving any fat right you're, you're not saving, saving any sodium. You're not saving sodium. Cholesterol and the planet. Those are the two things yeah, you're so, saving. So if you're concerned about your cholesterol and you're concerned about the planet, but you're not concerned about calories or sodium. Mm-hmm. Or fat. Or fat. Then this is for you. Yeah. So so I don't see the benefit of eating this unless you're a, a vegetarian. Unless you care about the planet. Is this vegan? I don't, I, I don't know the difference between vegan and vegetarian. No, yes, you do. <laughs> vegan, vegan means that there's no animal anything. Yeah. So, so no soy butter, and no, yeah. like. Well, no, they fry, they fry it in the same stuff. Is, is, but is that the corn oil? Whatever they fry the chicken in. I don't know what they fry so the chicken So they in. don't. No, I'm pretty sure there's like a separate grease for this. It's the, but it's the same type of grease. Yeah, but the grease is probably corn oil or yeah. something. I highly doubt they're frying, frying it in. Um, lard or something like that because or tallow because if they were i'd eat kfc every day well because um, <laughs> the steamer thing you've seen it that steamer yeah, that thing. that oil so whatever like oil corn. it's the it's same oil corn or yeah, vegetable the same oil, oil. that's all some terrible oil that we shouldn't be using i'm sure it is uh msg oil or something <laughs> no um yeah so i'm intrigued by this because again like uh i'm here for the planet I, i'll give everything a shot the impossible the impossible burger meat was fine like i liked it like it was good um I, I want to I want to try this Beyond Meat 2.0 because I heard that's better. What, is that sold in stores or are they putting that in? It's something? coming out soon. So Burger King's impossible. Yes. Have Every, you are, everything? Have you, have you tried the Burger King? We have a terrible Burger yeah, I'm gonna, King. <laughs> I, I didn't want to answer that because I'm like, where do we live? No, you know yeah, where we live. Like, you know where I live. If anyone can tell us where there's a good Burger King in you know Camden County, New Jersey. No, no, I'll try. I'll travel for it. If anybody, first of all, if anybody has had. The Impossible Burger from Burger King, let us know. John Appetit on social media or johnappetit at gmail.com. If anyone knows of a good Burger King within a 30-mile radius of Philadelphia, please let me know because I'll travel. I just need a good, a solid Burger King. We just need a solid Burger King. We do not have solid Burger Kings around. They're terrible. They're awful. They're awful. Yeah, so, all right. We're not going to talk about good things, bad things. We're going to talk about good things on the other side because we had a very good trip to Philadelphia Distilling. We'll tell you all about that. On the other side, you're listening to the John Appetit Podcast.
Welcome back. This is segment number two of the show. We're going to talk about Philadelphia distilling in a minute, but I do want to first talk about our favorite bakery and also Beyonce's favorite bakery, Cake Life Bake Shop. Uh, Queen Bee was in town for the latest installment of the Made in America concert, and by the time you listen to this, this will probably be her birthday. So first, happy birthday to Queen Bee. Happy birthday. Um, And for the second time in three years, Beyonce decided to go to our favorite bakery, our award-winning bakery, um, to get birthday. Well, I don't know if she went, but someone went for her (laughs) to get a a birthday cake. This time, Beyonce got two birthday cakes from Cake Life Bake Shop in Fishtown, which we happened to visit a couple of days ago. Maybe the same day Beyonce went. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Whom's to say? Whom's to say? Beyonce had a Funfetti cake, which has layers of Funfetti vanilla cake and vanilla buttercream icing, Mm -hmm. all topped with confetti sprinkles, icing dollops, and the message reading, Happy Birthday, B. And you can see that on her Instagram page, and you probably follow her because 132.8 million people <laughs> apparently follow her on Instagram, which is insane to me. Hater. And no, I'm just saying, that's just an insane number. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm like, that's a huge number. <laughs> she also got a second Cake Life cake, and this one, according to a rep, was a peaches and cream cake, which consists Ooh. of a bourbon-soaked vanilla cake layered, layered with caramelized peaches and a mascarpone whipped cream all wrapped in cream cheese frosting and topped with dehydrated peach slices. I'm going to need them to make a cupcake version of that. They're not, for you, I don't know if they're going to do all that for you. For, you. <laughs> for Beyonce, she can have whatever she wants. First of all, this is a good looking cake. And they had a Funfetti cake when we went. You should have gone. I saw it. I was like, oh, man, this looks good, man. But like, I was already locked in. Well, first of all, I go there for, I don't say one reason only, but my main purpose to go there is for the cheesecake. They don't have any cheesecake. Then I gotta call Audible. They had the big one. I'm like, I can't eat the big one. And had the little one with the berries in it. And I'm like, I might be able to eat these berries because this cheesecake is really good. But I didn't. People, do people understand your aversion to berries? I just don't like berries and stuff. You don't like fruit? No, no, no. I mean, I I was almost gonna buy apples today. Like apple slices. (laughs) They had apple slices in a bag. Apple slices in a bag, like Mm -hmm. a baby. Yeah, I was gonna because I was gonna take them to work, like snack on. Um, but no, but I got the peanut butter thing though. Was I wrong on that? No, no, that, that Jones fire. And what'd you get? What'd you get? I you got the honey sea salt. Uh, what is it? Honey lavender sea salt tart. Mm-hmm. I, it's the same thing I get every time. But I thought you got something else too, right? Oh, I got a lavender cupcake, and it was so good. It was good. Yeah, it was like a honey lavender cupcake. It was so good. Yeah. So, Cake Life Big Shop Fishtown. We we talk about it all the time. It's incredible. Just go. No, we yeah we go all, <laughs> we we whenever we whenever go. we're in the area we're like oh man I hope it's still yeah, open. There's no hesitation. It's just we go in. We're quick with it. <laughs> I go for the same thing every time, so, and then I get something different. Like we went before dinner so we can make sure we had dessert <laughs> after dinner. Yes. Because I'm like yo, it might be closed by the time we're done, and I need. I need something yes. because they're amazing. Yes. Yeah. So go check out Kick Life Big Shop like Beyonce and or her rep did the other day. But we went there after we went to Philadelphia Distilling, which is basically in the same neighborhood. This is the first craft distillery in Pennsylvania since Prohibition. It's tw- I believe the address is 25 East Allen Street. I'll find it for you. It's literally like right down the street from uh, the Fillmore, right across the street. From uh, what's the brewing? What's the brewing company? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking the wrong you are person. You're asking the wrong uh, person. Goose, tired, goose, 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 goose Island. Goose Island. Goose Island Brewing See, Company. I know. I know. Across the street from Goose Island, right down the street from Fillmore, right in right in Fishtown, a block, a couple blocks away from um, Love and Honey. Um, so if you're familiar with the area, uh, right around right around the corner from Punchline, it's right there, right in that little area. Philadelphia Distilling. They opened that building in 2017, February of 2017, but they have been making their flagship spirit called Blue Coat since May of 2006. And uh, the good part about Philadelphia Distilling is that they are open for tours for four, day, four days a week. And they're open four days a week, period. But open for tours four days a week as well, those same four days. Uh, Thursday to Sunday, 15 bucks gets you a 90-minute tour, uh, which we took the other day. Yes. And this tour, on this tour, you get a little discussion about, you know, how they make Blue Coat Gin and the other spirits. You get a drink, and you get to taste all seven spirits that they have or that they make inside their distillery. First of all, before we do anything, this is a very beautiful place. Oh, it is gorgeous <laughs> This in is there. a good-looking spot. I love the way it looks in there. This, yeah. So when you walk in, they have in the beginning a little shop where you can buy like they have canned blue coat candles, yeah. which smell really good to me. Yeah. And then T-shirts and all kinds like of aprons. Yeah. All and kinds mixing of mixing stuff. Blue coat gear, books, stuff like that. Yeah. So once you pass through the shop in the front, after you talk to the cashier there and, you know, tell her what you want, because you can go in and you can have like light bites and have drinks at the bar. This beautiful bar Mm -hmm. you walk into this room it's this big open room and straight back you have this beautiful bar did she say it was made of marble 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 this huge marble bar but this behind the bar is glass because you can see the distillery behind the bar and so they have these copper distilling two stills stills? Mm -hmm. two of them right and you can see it's just it's so like instagrammable i guess that's the word for it and inside this bar area, there are like little sofas, like pockets of little hangout spots where like like there are some tables like set up for those people who want to eat. But then there's sofas. If you're just there with your friends and you just want to chill out and have a drink, you can kind of post up in a sofa section with a group of it. It's a fabulous place to just bring a group of people to to grab some really good drinks and yeah. just kind of chill just out. Chill. The vibe in there, I love the vibe in there. It's very very cool. Just chill. Um, and they have, um, and they also have like little games, like little Jenga games and stuff like that that you can play there. They also have a little outdoor area which wasn't open uh, or no one was out there when we were there. But they have a little outdoor area with picnic tables as well. Um, so I guess in, you know, I mean the weather was fine, but no one was out there. But if you know the weather's nice, you can go out there in a little outdoor area as well. Chanel said they have a, a, um, a little food menu. The food menu has oysters and clams, uh, pulled pork sandwiches, burgers. They have duck wings as well. Light bites, nothing heavy. Um, but again, you can have some drinks. They have a very um, they have a, a cocktail menu, which obviously features their drinks. But it's a full bar, so you can get other stuff as well. This is a very cool spot, a very cool looking spot. It's a converted warehouse, but they did a really good job, kind of rehabbing it, rehabbing it, and making it a very cool um, uh, distillery. Um, but that's, so that's where you kind of first walk into. You walk into the little shop area, cashier area, and then into the bar. And then, again, as Chanel said, right behind the bar, behind the glass is the, is the distillery. And they took us through the entire process of making the Blue Coat gin and what goes into it and how it's different from other gins. And 
they sourced, you know, their uh, the juniper and their other stuff from uh, from Croatia, and they sourced it. Was the corn was from Kansas? The corn whiskey, the 190. Uh-huh. I believe the corn was from Kansas that goes to New Jersey, and New Jersey processes it and brings it brings it here. The 190 proof yeah. whiskey, what kind of goes in there? Um, so they took us through the whole process. We've been to a couple of distilleries uh, before, and they they took us through the whole process. So we, you know, like we knew, we understood. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it wasn't our first time at the rodeo, but it's cool hearing how the different distilleries do it in different or ways. Different, like gin, because I mean, we never yeah, like we've, gin. we've seen like we've gone to gin, uh, rum, whiskey, whiskey, yeah, yeah. So we're 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 getting our um, little knowledge on about these things, and it's just cool to see the the whole process. And again, like. For the amount of stuff they produce and only having 30 people yeah, on staff. They, I was blown it's away. Amazing. It's impressive. Like they, they, like they showed us like pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets of like blue coat gin that's going to be shipped to like 15 countries in 41 states. And they have like 30 people all together who work there. And like when like it's bottling day, it's like five people. It's like fam. It's like what are we like? Yo, how it's like, are you doing? This? Like, how are you doing this? Y'all drink gin every day. Like how are you doing? Like how are you so efficient? And you're drinking this incredible gin. I every think it's because they love it. Because our tour guide was yeah. really good, and she clearly loved her job D- and loved Dana? what she Dana? Did. Dana? I'm started sorry, with a D. I'm ah, sorry. Remember. She was awesome. She was awesome. She, she was, was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. Starts with a D. Um, but yeah. So blue coat gin. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show. I'm gonna no, talk about because it you never even told me it was sitting Luco in my Luco Gin house. is the greatest gin in America. And I'm not just saying no, that. Roy, GQ says it. They have a lot of awards. Yeah, and Roy had Blue Coat Gin in our house. He had the original and he had the elderflower. Um, yeah, and he didn't tell me. First of all, I have all three. Secondly, oh, you, oh, you, secondly, so you I have the barrel finished as well. Okay. Secondly, I gave you a sip every time I made a drink with all three he of them. He never told me what it was. He just gave me a sip of gin drink. I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> I'm here to talk about Blue Coat Barrel, or not Barrel, well, the regular OG American Dry Gin. It is fantastic. It's so good. It tastes different, again, than any other yes. gin. Because, again, like a lot of people don't like the heavy juniper taste in like a regular gin. Yeah. Um, but some one, of us don't mind it. But this one has other p- botanicals in it. Like it has like citrus. citrus. Yeah, you, it has citrus botanicals. It's very, very, like. So it's a difference. It has, so I it love that. Cuts it, it cuts it a lot. So it's a nice, smooth taste. This is a fantastic gin to drink with a tonic or a soda or however you drink gin. Like the Blue Coat gin is American dry gin. The Blue Bottle is fantastic. Elderflower gin is fantastic yes. as well. It is very good. good. If, um, elderflower, uh, a lot of people are familiar with that um, because it, it's uh, Saint Germain, which is what I know of elderflower because I love a little elderflower, a little Saint Germain with some prosecco and a little bit of lemon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my thing. So I I love the elderflower taste. So this blue coat with the elderflower, oh my goodness, it's so good. yeah. And that's, I think that's a limited edition, or at least the bottle says so because. It, I really want to buy a case. And then there's the Blue Coat Barrel Finished Gin. Ooh. And this is aged for months. A couple of, There's a couple of different agings um, in bourbon barrel, charred bourbon barrels. Like we saw, the, we saw how it happens. They char the barrels and they age it for months. And it comes and out brown, brown and has a smoky flavor. It has a very heavy bourbon taste. Like it's very You can good. treat it like you can almost treat a bourbon when it comes to mixing it with other things. It's a very, you can drink it straight if you want. Um, like people drink bourbon straight or whatever, but you can mix it with other things as well. Um, those are like the three, I guess, flagships. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing. 
Very good. And then, who knew they had vodka as well? Who knew? Penn 1681 Vodka. They make their own vodka as well. Um, this is one of the smoothest vodkas I've ever had. It was had. very smooth. I don't even like vodka straight like that. But I, you bought it, like, which is which. I know it had to be smooth for you to buy it. Because I'm a vodka drinker, but Roy is not. Don't care for vodka. I Probably because a lot of my life I, I drank cheap vodka. Yeah, that's your So problem. until I like stateside vodka to me is still the most amazing vodka ever. But this is really good. This yes, Penn 1681 is. vodka. This it's is good, good vodka. solid vodka. Um, again, it's local. Again, like a lot of their stuff is locally sourced as well. And then they have something called the Bay Vodka. So this is vodka. Uh, with a with a, how can I describe this? So this is Bloody Mary vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so it has like a peppery, salty taste to it. So if you're someone who likes Bloody Marys and likes to make them, if you add tomato juice and all the stuff that you put in a Bloody Mary, this is the perfect vodka for that because it already. I don't even think you have to put the Tabasco sauce no, on this no, because no. it's already hot. It it's has already like hot and spicy. A spiciness to it, a saltiness to it. So if you're someone who who makes Bloody Marys, I would recommend the Bay Vodka for you just to try to use it to make your Bloody Marys. You'll probably save on having to yeah. add the Tabasco yeah. and salt and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's a good Bloody It's a very good Bloody Mary Vodka. You ain't drinking this like you would drink a regular vodka. No, you're not sipping on this. No, you are not sipping on this. This is like straight up for, for drinks like that. And the next one, you are the French student here. Vu Carré, Absinthe. The absinthe. So, <laughs> the poison. <laughs> so absinthe is uh, it's different, man. This death drink that they serve in New Orleans, so that kind of comes from New Orleans. Um, it tastes kind of like licorice, kind of like sambuca. Um, typical absinthe. Uh, they said it was about one thirty, one forty proof, proof, um, and it was outlawed in America for like a, like a long yes. time. Um, and I understand why. <laughs> um, this one here is one hundred twenty proof. Yes. Um, it just wasn't our vibe. No. It just wasn't our vibe. It's the licorice flavor. I don't like black ri- licorice, and I don't like Sambuca. So this, because this had that taste to it, I didn't like it. But if you're someone who likes yeah. Sambuca, you like you black love licorice, this. you like absinthe, you will love, you this. Will love this. Yeah, you will yeah. love this. And finally, the Vigo Amaro. Ooh, man. This is what me and the folks call a digestif, which <laughs> means you drink it after the meal. This one, Philly Max 2019 Ooh, Best man. Local Spirit Award. That stuff's good, man. Amaro <laughs> is its own category of drink. So like a whiskey or bourbon or whatever, Amaro is its own separate category. After your meal, sit down. You can sip on this. Um, sit down, put this over a glass of ice or mix it with cola or whatever. This is different, Oh, man. man that Amaro this is a was nice good, little man. thing. Yeah, no, I we know why it won the best local. Spirit yeah, award. yeah, it's we get it. Very good. Um, so we had it. You know, we tasted it straight, and you could definitely put this in a coke and like a um, treat it like a rum and coke type of deal. Mm-hmm. And it is dangerous, man. No, but I'm saying just put it over some ice. Just get some ice and just drink it straight. That's why you can't put it on with coke because then you'll just drink it and not yeah. know, and the yeah. next thing you know, you'll be waking up and. Yeah, I, I don't know if we Atlantic City somewhere. I don't know if we've know. ever had a Morrow before. No, um, but I no. had it now, and it's really good. Really like, <laughs> like it. You, you the bar this has been set. Too. Yes, you have bought this one. Yeah, too. so we bought this. So I'm tr- I'm trying to go Pokemon with all these and collect all of them. But we really have no use for the bay because we don't do blood. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not doing the bay and absinthe. I might buy it for other people. So that um, we can poison our guests. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's why it owes me money. I always think absinthe, and I think like, I, I forget what movie it was. It was a uh, girl's trip. 
It, that's what it was. Yeah, it was girls, girls trip. trip. Yeah. <laughs> they were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Philadelphia Distilling. First, it was an awesome tour. Like I really enjoyed it. Like it was a really cool tour. They give you a drink. You, can't, you, you, know. you get a nice cocktail, and then you get to sample all the food in that beautiful room yeah. upstairs. So. At the end of the tour, they take you to the tasting room upstairs, and they upstairs in the I guess well, considered the penthouse or whatever, the, the top floor of the building. This might be like one of like the five best looking rooms in Philadelphia. <laughs> this yeah, is an amazing that's a, room, a nice looking room, nice and little from, brick walls, and from what um, we were windows. told, they do weddings, wedding. You can rent out. You can, you, rent, you out. can rent out this room, and it it basically has windows on what is that three sides of it. Uh yeah three yeah. sides yeah. three sides and then the bar in the back yeah um so it, it, it's Instagrammable I think you can run out the whole building but that room if you just needed a room, room yeah like this, something for like forty fifty people nice little cocktail hour they have again they have a menu so you can a party of some some sort this would definitely be I was sitting there the whole time trying to figure out, okay. What kind of party could I throw to rent this? It had to be. It would have to be legit. I'm thinking like a milestone anniversary in mm-hmm. there would be awesome. That'd be a cool little thing. You know, yeah. This is a very Insta- like Sean said, Instagrammable. Lots of natural light. Um, like you know, cool leather couches. People are getting their getting their flicks off. Like I get it. Like I, I understand. Um, I was there to take pictures of the of the alcohol. Um, this is a beautiful. We got video. We'll put we'll put the video up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no. But this is Philadelphia's still, still distilling. Very cool. If you're into alcohol, <laughs> like we are. Yeah. If, no. If you're into alcohol, if you want to check out distilleries, or if you just want to check out cool spots and cool things to do in Philadelphia, this is a very cool trip. This is yeah. a nice nice way to spend two hours in the city. Not necessarily be outside, but you you know you're going out, you're doing something cool, and you're exposed. You're uh, Exposing yourself to and maybe, it's fifteen bucks. It's fifteen bucks, and they they they, they give you a drink. Like you, you get the that you get fifteen bucks worth of drinks. You know, tasting certain things. Like it's a it was a cool spot. So Philadelphia Distilling. I'm a fan. Definitely we, we, a fan. Yeah, we're gonna be back. We'll, we'll be we'll definitely be back. We'll probably try some stuff on the menu. And, yeah. you know, talk about it again. Yeah, we talked to this. this is a place where somebody comes in from out of town. Yeah, like yo, yeah, what, yeah. What's 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 Philly like? Yes. You know, where, where can we go and kind of kind of chill? It's like, yeah, let's go to Philadelphia. If you want to show them something good, you know, you don't want to show them the homeless people sweeping up, you know, under <laughs> the, under the overpass near the convention center, like I saw today. This is a great spot. Philadelphia Distilling, <laughs> a, a very a very cool spot. Um, really quick, stats delicious because you knew this was coming. No, I all thought we were past. People, I thought Beyonce took up the time. All you people out there. You, you stressed out these Popeyes workers for the chicken sandwiches, and now y'all can't get none for a couple months. I hope you're all happy. You sold out of two million chicken sandwiches in two weeks, Popeyes. You need better sourcing, all right? Need- no. Let them take their time, because I would hate to know where the chicken comes from if they get it back. You know where it's coming from now, Aldi. <laughs> you know where it's coming from. Oh God! You know I can't coming eat from. the chicken sandwiches All anymore. The, you were scared of the wings at Popeyes. Yeah, they were. De- they were definitely too. And big. these chicken sandwiches are bigger than than uh, chicken. No, they're not. The, no, chi- the breasts, yes, they were. They're not. They were thicker than. No. They were thick. You, you the, were looking. The breading, you were looking at me. You're, no, no, the breading. Don't no. tell me that. I'll get okay. sick. All right. No. Well, 
if you guys, if hashtag you people want to find out where these Popeye's chicken sandwiches will be next, you got to download the Popeye's app now. No, this is that's not what they want happen. you to do. That's what they I don't want care you to anymore do. Because those chicken wings mess me up at Popeye's. Popeye's, you dead wrong for those chicken wings. They want you to download the app. They were way app. too big. They were sold out thanks to you guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have several upcoming events to tell you about. And we're handing out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit podcast. Welcome back to segment number three of the show. Plenty of events to tell you about. September 12th, the best of Philly soiree at Dilworth Park. This is Philly Mag's annual party. This is from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Again, right by City Hall. VIPs get in one hour earlier. This is where all or a lot of, excuse me, the 2019 best of Philly winners will be on hand sampling their various wares in the food and drink area. So Hearthside, Crybaby Pasta, Local Artisan Foods, Royal Boucherie, uh, Amada, Rion, a bunch of our favorites, dozens more are going to be on hand. And VIPs get access to an area featuring Alpen Rose, Double Knot, Sampan, Harpen Crown, and Giuseppe and Sons. For more information about this, check out phillymag.com forward slash best of Philly event. Uh, next weekend, or the weekend after, September 15th, one of our favorite events the Philly Burger Brawl, new location this year. It's at the Navy Yard. It's from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Nearly 50, actually nearly 60 restaurants, oh, excuse wow. me, 60 restaurants competing this year. Um, participants include a bunch of past winners, including some of our favorites, Lucky's Last Chance, Ripplewood Whiskey and Craft, Del Frisco Steakhouse, Village Whiskey, Misconduct Tavern, and again, plenty, plenty more. Tickets are $45. They get you a free cocktail and as many burgers samples as you want. This is an amazing event. Yeah. We love this thing. If I you wish, like burgers, I wish man. I could go. Like, this is, this yeah, is amazing. If you like burgers, man, this is the spot. I ate till I was sick last night. Yeah, like, I was did. like, man, like I am sick full. Yeah. Uh, 45 bucks. You can't beat this. Like You really can't beat it. VIPs, 100 bucks. You get in an hour early. Unlimited drinks and a VIP lounge. It's a very good deal. Like, this is one of those things where a VIP ticket, if you could swing it, it might, and you like to drink, this is a very good deal. Like, this is you get a nice little covered area, you get unlimited drinks, and you can kind of beat the crowds. Although the crowds weren't that bad when we went, no. right? Like, they weren't terrible no, but we, until the we, end. We, yeah, we, we stuck to our, like, what we do. Yeah, you get there early. Get Most there importantly, early. children under 10 are free. Oh, wow. Children under 10 are free and proceeds benefit the Philadelphia School District. So check out phillyburgerbrawl.com for more information on that. And Center City Restaurant Week begins September 15th. It runs through the 27th. Next show, we'll be giving you our picks for Restaurant Week, but you guys know how this works by now. More than 100 restaurants are going to be offering three-course lunches for 20 bucks and three-course dinners for $35. It is the best deal in the city. It happens a couple of times a year. Check it out if you can. Again, we'll have more information next week. But 
centercityphila.org for more information about that. So those are all the upcoming events. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is our portion of the show. We hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us. Just a little bit of a break from us talking about food all the time. I had one. I forgot it. I'm going to make up one really quick. Okay. I'll just, mine is quick. No, no, I'm going to so go, go mine. I'm going to go mine quick. Mine think, is like that. I know where you're going. I know where you're going with yours. So I think I know where you're going. Um, so mine really is, and we might be related on some level. No, I'm probably not. No, same. It's yours is sports, right? No. It's, it's not? not? Oh, all right. I apologize. Mine goes out to Team USA, the men's basketball team who almost lost today to Turkey. Yeah, I saw that. In the FIBA. They went to overtime to Turkey. They only won because at the end of regulation, the guy from Turkey fouled Jason Tatum on a three. (laughs) He made two out of three. Couldn't make all three because who knows? Yo, don't put the pressure on the kid. He's good. And then in overtime, Turkey had four free throws at the end and missed them all. They missed four straight free throws with the game tied. No, they, they were up no, one. I'm up sorry, one. they were up yeah, one, up and one. they missed four three free throws. I don't care. Listen, I don't care that the best U.S. players aren't there, all right? I know the best U.S. coach is there. I know that half the team plays for the Celtics, and these guys, save for Kemba Walker, should know how to play together. This is embarrassing. Yeah, chill out. USA guys. Please win on Friday so you can qualify, so you can make it to the next round. But if you guys don't bring home the gold medal, just stay over it. Where is this, China? Stay there. Just Yo, stay over there. Chill out. You can't let Giannis and them beat you. Chill out. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mine is real quick. Whew. It's related to our, our dinner on Saturday. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so right. my Sunday dinner invite yeah. goes out to... Um, people who don't know how to wrap things in foil. <laughs> <coughs> Woo. So Brian and I went out for a meal on Saturday to a place where when you don't finish all of your food, they bring you foil to wrap your food. So I watched multiple people wrap their food in the oddest, weirdest ways. <laughs> and all I kept thinking was number one, you're wasting all of that foil. Number two, have you never wrapped anything in foil, seen anything wrapped in foil, had anything wrapped in foil? It was the most awkward and odd thing I've ever seen in my life. So I'd like to pose a question to the listeners. Are we all familiar with how to use aluminum foil? I don't know why it bothered me so much. It was just so weird. So so, uh, so we went to Pizzeria Betia. And if you don't have like a lot of pizza left, like instead of like, a whole box, which doesn't make sense, they give you... Usually, like three pieces of like heavy du- heavy duty aluminum foil. So it's like, all right, I got three pieces of pizza. I don't need a box. Here's some aluminum foil. Just wrap it up. You know, take it with you. Carry it in your hand. It's pretty simple. Multiple times, <laughs> people were extraordinarily confused as to how to like put the how to arrange the slices on the foil. It was so weird. It was the weirdest thing. It was like, okay, so you have three slices of pizza. You know, like maybe stack that the pieces on com- top of each make other. Make it compact. Make it compact. You know, put that on the foil. You know, wrap it the foil. You know, one side what? over, one side over. Then maybe take another piece and then wrap that over that, and then you're good. Like it's, yeah, it's over. It's no. They holding. were putting the pizzas side by side and walking out with like these foot long wraps. 
<laughs> but it was like they put the pizza and then they put the foil down. Yeah. And then like, but the other foil, like it was, it, it was so. It was like strange. it was like how how I wrap Christmas presents. It was very yes. It, it was, was like, like how I wrap Christmas it was presents. Like how you it's wrap like, Christmas presents? Like the completely clueless about like, what you're supposed to do with like, the wrapping paper. Yeah. It was the oddest thing, and I the first person I saw, I was like. That is so odd. And she began to laugh because she knew it was weird. Yeah, she, she was like, doing. I don't she, know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's, but this is funny. It's funny. So right. she's laughing and I'm watching her and I'm laughing. And then another person did it. And the look of confusion. It was just like, is this a thing? Do people not know how to wrap things in foil? Yeah. No, it's like, I like, and again, it's like, since I'm a terrible gift wrapper, I understand on some level. But I thought, like, everybody goes to, you go to somebody cookout, right? And you take some food home. You wrap it up, right? Like, everybody, like, this is a thing that everybody does. But is it a thing or is it cultural? Is it cultural? I don't know. Is wrapping food up at somebody else's no. house and taking a plate and all that stuff? Not that, a Tupperware. No, 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 no. You got a plate. A plate and foil. Is that cultural? Is that cultural? Is that regional? Is that universal? Is it, we need yes, to know. we need to know. Because maybe... People didn't know how to wrap foil, like use foil because it was cultural. No. I don't know. I don't know. But it was the oddest thing. I'd never, it was like giving like um, a third grader a Mensa project. You know, what I mean? that's how, it was like, they were just like stunned and unsure and the look of confusion. And it was just like, uh. my, my big, my bigger takeaway, my bigger takeaway. Well, I'm not my, my bigger takeaway. I'm going to add this to the rule. Or is it an age thing? Maybe it's an age thing. Because maybe because I don't know if younger people really wrap stuff up Right. Like that. I might be maybe an, an age thing. Age you know, thing. You know, it just hit me. Yeah. It's maybe an, it's an age, age thing. Maybe it's an age it, thing. Listeners, is it an age maybe it's thing? An age thing. Uh, maybe it's not cultural. Maybe it's an age thing. My bigger takeaway from Saturday night is that if you go to a place that has an extraordinarily long wait, don't just order like one thing. <laughs> oh yes like so so pizzeria betia is again it's one of the 19 greatest places in the world according to time magazine in the world or in the world so even if you have reservations you gotta wait if you try to walk in you gotta wait you're just gonna have to wait you that's fine wait. that's fine it's whatever it's one of those things if you're gonna wait a decent amount of time especially for a table, if you're a walk-in waiting right if you're gonna wait a decent amount of time for a table and you're gonna show up and order one pizza I don't think you're doing it right. Uh, you're not doing it. You're right. not doing it right. At least order multiple. Even if you don't, don't even if you can't finish more than one, I understand. We, we order two. We can't finish them. Yeah, we left with a whole pizza between the yeah. two pizzas. Or yeah. Like you, you spend a lot of time waiting <laughs> for a for a pizza. Like order two. Order two. Give it to somebody. Give it to your friends when you get home. Like Give it pizza. to the homeless man sweeping yeah. underneath the convention center. There you go again. Pizza keeps well. Like it's like if you're gonna put in a lot of effort. And I know, and I know personally, me I, when I go to restaurants, like I overorder because I just want to try a lot of Plus, stuff. Plus, we do this podcast too. So. Yeah, but it's like don't do all that just for a pizza. Yeah, like, I'm not we saw in line. three people. We were there are three people at our table down down from us, and they ordered three pizzas. It's like when we stood in line at Pink's. We had no idea where we were getting. We got like five hot dogs. Yeah, we got like four. Five and hot threw dogs. them all in the trash. They were, trash. They were, <laughs> trash. They were such garbage. No, we saw three people at the end of our table, and they ordered three pizzas. Yes. You don't even need three pieces no, of pizza no. Betty. But they knew because they were standing out there waiting the same amount of time we were standing out right. there waiting. Right. They knew what to do. They got in there and were like, three. Yeah, we want to try this and we want to try this and we want to try, try this. Yes. And whatever we don't eat, we take home. 
So there you go. Exactly. There you go. By the way, Pizzeria Betia, their soft serve ice cream is fantastic. Oh my goodness. It's so very good. good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so been, save room. Man, that place is that place is you get ready to wrap your stuff in foil. Right, you know There's YouTube videos on foil wrapping. This is early. Your nana, ask your nana. This is early. I'ma say it. What? I'ma say it now. And somebody's gonna have to prove me wrong between now and uh, January. Golden John Award. January until we, until, no, 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 until January until we, until this is knocked out of the top spot. The Pizzeria Betia number one pizza with mushrooms and sausage is the best Woo! bite. Of, is the best bite of food in the city. Somebody prove me wrong. That that mushroom sausage. The mushroom and sausage right. on a regular John is the best bite of food in the city. Prove me wrong. Highly recommend you get mushroom I'm saying, and sausage. Get, you got, you go, we got four months. And nobody knocks me out in four months. Was that my, that was my idea? That was your idea. You had, yeah. you started it because you wanted the pee, you wanted pepperoni and the other John, yeah. spicy John. Um, so yeah, so now this is a very very great pizza, very good stuff. Um, so yeah, pizzeria Betty, awesome. But people, let us know. Cultural universal is it an age thing? I think it's Wrapping an age stuff. thing. It probably is. And, and ask your nana how to wrap foil. Yeah. She can tell you. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, grandmas know. Grandmas know. Your mom's oh, probably. Moms, moms and grandmas. Moms and grandmas. Moms, grandmoms and aunts. So now I'm know. starting to think it's it's age. But auntie auntie knows. Yeah. 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 So tell us, is it an age thing or a cultural thing or a regional thing? Yeah, because we were puzzled. Because we were puzzled to see so many that didn't know how to wrap Because we've been wrapping up food since we were like six. Yeah, <laughs> when you go to the barbecue, it's like, grab that foil, wrap that plate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah wrap me a plate. Yeah, wrap up some of them rolls. Yes. Yeah, yes. just wrapping up stuff you don't want. Wrapping up all kinds <laughs> of stuff on Thanksgiving that you just we didn't not. want to bring home because you didn't want to eat it when you got there. So you wrap up that sweet potato pie. Yeah, wrap it up. You know. It's like, so uh, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. Please let us know. But until then, again, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you. John Appetit.